11 seconds left in Super Bowl 57, 35, 35 tie. The kick is good, and Kansas City leads 38-35 with eight seconds to go. The Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection. back to the rice scale this week rashi rice four receptions for 72 yards for the rookie 18 yards on average which is one of his best performances i actually found out that raw rice is terrible for horses and uh well so is rashi rice so this week rashi rice is raw rice Hello and welcome to another Arrowheads Bro podcast. Tonight you got myself, Neil, and we are reuniting the team from last week for the first time in, I can't remember how long, we have the same crew two weeks in a row. We have Tomo. Tomo, how you doing, man? Good, man. Thank you. If it's broke, don't fix it. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and and the chuckle from the background there was Owen. Owen, hi, brother. I'm good. Back for the three peat, three pods in a row. Three pods in a <laughs> row. Do it. What is good? Isn't this one of the signs of the end of the world or something like that? He's primed. <laughs> He's primed. Primed and ready to go. So Chiefs, um, like a week ago now, I can hardly remember this game, but we beat Denver nineteen to eight, um, in what I think was a snooze fest that was never in doubt. Tomo, that sounds oh, about right. Snooze fest. Snooze fest. All right. It's like three a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, um, Duncan, who was going to watch it, uh, slept through his alarm and then missed the game. And I saw uh, he screenshotted his WhatsApp and it had like 250 messages um, from the various chats that we have going through the game. And he was like, yeah, I'm glad I missed that. Um, and he, I don't think he missed much, really, did he? No, I think it's a good well, idea to stay off off WhatsApp. So I, I've, I've tried to do this a few times where I try and watch a game and kind of just dip in and out, but try not to watch the game on WhatsApp. Or, and I think it applies for Twitter as well, because you get your own kind of perspective of the game. There's a lot of outrage again on Thursday night. <laughs> on Twitter, outrage? Who do you? Well, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, WhatsApp as well, right? Where people just seem to want you to put 70 up every week, and I get it, but I feel like they'd won the game so early. It was so obvious the Broncos had nothing to offer against a very good Chiefs defense, which we'll get to. But I just, I was kind of sat there going, "Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of chill with us stalling out every so often and just being relatively vanilla and just cruising through." I'm used to it at this point. Well, I mean, this was the point we made at the end of last season. Was mm-hmm. like, it feels like Andy just goes as basic as he possibly can and does just enough to win the game and nothing more and like he, he doesn't care whether they cover spread or they stick a 50 burger on somebody or whatever it just as long as he score more than the opposition that, that's all that counts at this stage of the season isn't it i, I like owen am i wrong with that like does that no, would you like to would you like to see more points scored or are you happy I mean, with I mean, what fan wouldn't want to see their team score more points? Like, of course it would be better. Of course it would be better. But I'm not. I'm not annoyed that we're winning games the way we are winning. Um, It's. I feel like a lot of the opposing NFL teams and coaches must feel like. um, I don't know if you've seen Breaking Bad or not, but Jesse towards the end of Breaking Bad when he uh, he hates Walt. And there's this one scene where he, he just yells, he can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> and that, that's what it must feel like to be an opposing team because we, we are bringing these games really close and yet still winning and we're still five and one. So the other, the other, the other teams around the league must be thinking, like, how long are the Chiefs going to win these close games when they're not performing particularly like, amazingly, that they're not like, you know, the most impressive team in the world when they play, but they're still winning so much. Like it must frustrate other teams so much that, we we look we look you know not good. I mean we don't look bad, but we look all right, and we're still winning so much. So it must be frustrating, but you know a win's a win. So it's like when Manchester United were good back in the day, and they used to say like just just win. Like even when you sign of a champion is winning when you're not playing well, and that kind of feels what we're doing at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. Now we we haven't exactly 
played many good teams, but I'm also I'm not sure how many good teams there actually are in the league at the moment. I but think then, we lost to the Lions, and they're probably one of the better sides right now. Yeah, and it wasn't a disaster like we were talking before. No, it, you had it needed Kelsey a lot to go right. yeah. and Tony drop a million passes. But you played the Jets, right? Though you look at you played the Jets, you beat them. The offense didn't look bad. It didn't look great, but it didn't look bad. But then you look at what the Jets did to the Eagles without Source Gardner, and all of a sudden you go, okay, it doesn't look so bad now. Like. It's a win. You get out of there with a win. And that, that's that's just what the Chiefs need to do. And they do this every year. We kind of have these conversations. The Chiefs need to fix this. They need to fix that. And there was problems, there was problems last year. There was problems a year before. But they, they fix it. You come back in like week nine, week 10. And all of a sudden after a bye week. And then they ramp up towards the playoffs. It happens every year. And mm-hmm. to be honest, with the way they're going, they're what, five and one? And yeah. they've got... They got, Number they, one seed at the moment. Like they can put the dagger in the Chargers this week, and then you've got the Broncos again. It could be. I mean, there's an argument to say it should be seven and one going into Miami. Does I mean if uh, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but if we were to beat the Chargers and the Broncos in the next two weeks, is that the division done? Probably. I just don't see a way back. I just, like Chargers have lost too many games already. Because the Chargers would be two thing. and two and four if we beat them, uh, yeah. and then Den- Denver would be whatever one and seven or something like that. But we'd that. also be six and one. So yeah. there's like a there's, there's a five like a game seven... swing you've got to have. Yeah, yeah. It would take an almighty collapse for the Chiefs for, yeah. for for anyone else to win the division. I mean, the Raiders aren't playing good football. The Chargers aren't, aren't living up to the hype, which is uh, very surprising for a Chargers team yeah. that always seems to live up to the hype. Yeah, I, I, um, it's, it's not like them at all. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Broncos are being the Broncos this year. So, you know, whatever, they're, they're another team in the league. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't, did, it's not looking you, likely. Like, having watched the Broncos this week, did you appreciate how bad they were? Like, I, I was thinking um, kind of during the offseason, you know, Sean Payton comes in. And actually, Tom, when we had Frank Schwab on the the podcast mm. and we were talking with him about yeah. the Broncos, and we were kind of saying how deep were Denver's problems, and was the addition of Sean Payton enough to fix them? And the answer we didn't really know, and quite clearly the answer is they were yeah. deep, and no, it wasn't. Like he's <laughs> he's not he's not really done anything that I no. can see. He's like, he's. He's gonna get the benefit of the doubt this year, um, but this this is one of those where usually it'd be oh it's the it's it's the coach's fault because it's a quarterback's league. But this is one of those where he's he's got the ascendancy, so it'll end up being Russell Wilson's fault, right? And it, they showed one angle of of one of the players like the all twenty two angle like twice I think in the game which I wish the games were broadcast from that angle because you could see a lot more, mm-hmm. but they showed it a couple of times and I think he highlighted it on, on commentary as well. Bruce Wilson gets to the bottom of his drop and nobody is open. They're like Nobody was open and that's got to be a credit to the Chiefs. But the Broncos have got almost the same-ish problem we've had without a Travis Kelsey in that you've got guys running around just not getting open. What is he supposed to do? Like, mm-hmm. And that's where... That's where we were saying earlier that the game was won pretty early. It was obvious the game was won early because the Chiefs were just boxing them constantly. They had you could see there was no options. Once we got a got two score point. lead, once we got a two score lead, that was just game over. That was yeah. 100%. You could have stopped watching at that point because there was no way Denver were putting up multiple scores. It just but like you said, I like I was doing the Twitter feed and I was kind of mocking. Russell Wilson during it because uh, there was one stage where Kadarius Tony had a better passer rating <laughs> <laughs> despite despite throwing one, one really ill-advised pass that yeah. was incomplete to a double-covered Jarrett McKinnon and then <laughs> they were let me th- let me get this right they were averaging five yards a carry rushing and four yards a pass and it was like, how do you pass with less yards than you're rushing? What is going on there? But kind of reflecting back on the game 
like kind of watching the highlights afterwards, they're, they're just a, the Chiefs' defense was suffocating them. Like they had no options. Mm-hmm. Um, like if the defense plays like this all season, we're not losing many games. So this is what I was going to say to you, right? The Chiefs are in one of the. It's going to be wild to say, but they're almost not being talked about enough because people are talking about the offensive problems. The Chiefs have got to be one of the strongest Super Bowl favourites for me, just because if this defence plays like this the whole season, I don't see how we're going to end up losing games because the offence is only going to get better. If the offence ends up at the same point it was at last year, which we still don't think was as good as a Chiefs offence as we've seen in the past, of course, but it, it was just good enough with that defence last year. The combination of a good offence with a, a good defence. This year, we've got a very, very good defence. So if our offence can get to good slash very good, it's going to be enough again to go deep into the playoffs. And I do think those AFC Championship games are going to come down to one play here or there. And we might lose on one of those plays. It happens, but they're going to get far again because you can just see they just win games. Like, they'll just find a way to win. That's how confident I am at the moment. With So, with the defence playing the way it's playing, do you see this Chiefs team as a defensive team? Do you, do you think this is a defence-first team in the NFL? No, because I don't think you ever will be when you've got Patrick Mahomes on offence. But I can understand where that is coming from. I don't get that. Does it matter? Like, what? I don't really understand the kind of... Uh, it, when, when you've got Kelsey and Mahomes, it's it's brilliant, right? Like, because you're always going to have something that resembles a very good offence if you've got them two. You can kind of put whatever three wide receivers... I think they've proven that. You can put whatever three wide receivers you want on the field. As long as you've got Kelsey and Mahomes, it'll be fine. Um, but what I do think is nice uh, on that kind of line of thought is that you can make decisions in the game knowing that your defence isn't just going to let a team walk down the field like like the Patriots did in that AFC Championship mm-hmm. game all the years ago. You gave the ball back to the Patriots go, well, we ain't going to do anything here. Whereas now you can go, if we need to trust the defence, look, if we've got a, you know, a situation on halfway where it's like, oh, do we go for it on fourth and three or do we punt it? can punt it now and it's you know whether that's the right or wrong decision depends on whether you get the fourth down right but you can make good analytical decisions now because you can trust your defense which is what Mm. i like and i think a lot of the time having to go for risky things like good or that good or bad decisions in nfl always decided after the fact they're always decided yeah. after you found out whether it's a good or bad decision i mean you Mm. could go for it on 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 fourth and short from the 50-yard line at like halfway where it's, you know, too too close to pump but too too far away for a field goal. And if you make it and then you end up scoring a touchdown, brilliant. Like, well done, it was a good decision. But if you don't make it and they score a touchdown, it's a bad decision. But it's like, you don't, you never know that until you do it. Like, it's it's so mm-hmm. difficult to, to decide whether something's a good or bad decision because it it could go your way, it could not. Like, these these just... You, the, the you have happen. to separate... You have to separate two decisions here. One is, do you go for it? And two is, how do you go for it? Yeah, because yeah. I think going, that's more the decision making is. Yeah, the way and, you and go that's for where it. that's where people kind of misunderstand analytics and say oh, analytics is saying go for everything. It it's saying go for it more often than not because more often than not it will give you a greater chance of winning the game if you mm. get the first down. Mm-hmm, but yeah. you then have to have a play where you're confident that you are going to get the two, three yards, whatever it is you need, and how you go for it. If you, for example, decide a fake fucking field goal where your injured punter <laughs> is trying to push your backup tight end, that's probably not the best way of going for mm. it. If you had Patrick Mahomes throwing a short pass to Travis Kelsey, your probability of getting a successful play is significantly higher. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you kind of have to be aware of there's, do I go for it? And then there's, how do I go for it? There are two different and things. Going back to that play as well. I actually don't think it's a bad play. You know, the play they got. It's a bad on. outcome. 
it's oh, a bad act. On, it, yeah. was a, it was a yeah, bad play. You, Tom it ended up being a bad play because of the execution. The actual play wasn't bad. It would have worked. If they didn't spend about two seconds under centre before snapping the ball, it was the most obvious fake in the world because they they actually motioned into it and then just stopped. Snap the ball. It's supposed to be a surprise. (laughs) I was like, we're running a fake then. Or what? What? I actually got confused as to whether they weren't running the fake because it took more than a second to snap the ball after the motion. But it's because two people motioned, right? So they've got to reset. Yeah. But, like... It would have worked if they'd have got set and snapped the ball straight away. But watch it back. It's so it's too slow. They had time to adjust to it. It, it felt it almost like worked. they were trying. It felt almost like they were trying to catch them offside. The, the pause, the pause <laughs> yeah. between them changing, like like doing the motion to snapping the ball. It felt like are we trying to get like a neutral zone infraction here? Like yeah. what, what are we what are we doing? Like are we trying to make them jump? Like why are we and, doing? This? And that's what I mean. I, I didn't mean it was like a. It was a, obviously was a bad play with a bad outcome in that sense. But like, I actually think if they'd have just got up there and done it, I think it probably would have worked. Because it certainly it should had have the element worked. Of surprise, right? It should it? have worked. Yeah. Well, it, it should have it, had the it, element of surprise. It, well, they lost the element. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I hate with fake field goal attempts. So I hate. I don't mind fake punts as much, but fake field goals just really wind me up. It's, it, they just ne- they just seem to work on such a sh- like small minority amount of the time. It just it's, fake punts. I, I think they they have a high success rate, but fake field goals like they're just so I don't know. I feel like just, we just seem to be points, or go for it and put it in your quarterback's hand. Like when you got a pa- mm-hmm. like Patrick Holmes at the center, why would you not just let him try rather than try and do some unique stuff with, with your special teams? Oh, yeah, you would have, you would have to think you would have to think that Andy has a play that gets you two yards that he's confident is going to get two yards. Mm-hmm. So just run it. Like don't don't overthink Pacheco, this. Yeah. That's one up. I mean, they're not great on third and short, so maybe maybe not hand enough to Pacheco. But like, um, <laughs> you you've got to have plays which you're confident are going to be successful. I think part of the problem here during the regular season is that he doesn't want to use those plays because he knows yeah. they're going to be successful, and so. You know, like we said again, like we said last year, he saves a good shit for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, and suddenly you get to the Super Bowl and he's got McKinnon and Pacheco lined up in the backfield for the first time this season, and McKinnon's lead blocking Pacheco in for the touchdown. And you go, mm-hmm. where was this in like week five when mm-hmm. we were third yeah. and one against the Bills and we needed the first down? Well, he just wasn't bothered about doing it then because he knew it was going to work when he needed it and not in like a, a week five game. And that's why I find this week important against uh, interesting. Sorry, against the Chargers, because do you guys think this is a week where he goes, okay, if we lose, it's not actually the end of the world because there's still a few games back, or does he think, hang on, we can put the dagger in here? So I'm really intrigued. Is this a good game plan week or is this just a meh game plan week? <laughs> I, I think it's a good one because he's had the extra bit of time with the Denver game yes. being a Thursday. And they had a late game. We actually, we and actually, the, yeah, they were the Monday night. them a little bit because they've given us yes. a mini buy and given them a short week. So it's a bit of a snaky and, job. But and they have to cheers, travel NFL. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, NF. Go on, Roger. Get that extension. <laughs> now, the, the better question, <laughs> the better question is going to be when we play Miami in two weeks' time. Is mm. he going to bring his A game for that? when there's a really high probability we'll be seeing Miami Miami in the playoffs. I hope he does, just just for the uh, just for us being in the stadium. Yeah, for for us being (laughs) sat watching it. Yeah. As a fan, yeah, sure, bring the A game. Throw the book at him. But um But I I don't like history would say he's probably not going to. If you look at Bill's games, you look at Bengals games in the regular season yeah like over Mm -hmm. the past couple of years. I mean if you look at the Chiefs regular season in the, regardless of who we're playing, we, we're conservative against a lot of teams in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Especially um, AFC, though. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't, you know, he always saves his, his, his fun stuff for the playoffs and, mm-hmm. and you know, because I feel like at this point with Patrick Holmes and with Travis Kelsey and with the team we've got and the defence we've got, the, the playoffs is, is you know, we, we're not like a team that, that needs to pull out the, the, the impressive stuff now because we're, we're, we're looking for a playoff spot. Like, we, mm-hmm. we have a strong enough team that, that the playoffs are 
uh, a strong possibility. Like we're more than likely going to be there. So oh, we're like ninety we percent probability yeah. at the moment. Yeah, we have that flex. We have that flexibility to save the stuff because we know we're going to be there in January. Teams that don't know whether they're going to be there, sure they're going to put more stuff out in the regular season, try and make that push. But I don't feel like we need to as much. Mm, I would agree with that. Um, just going back to the defense for a second, like and we're looking at how strong they looked. Owen, if you were an offensive coordinator, what's the weak point in our defense you'd go after? I mean, I said that a couple of weeks ago. I, th- I think it's the safeties. I, I don't think I, I think all around we have a strong defense. I think the linebackers are playing really well. I think Drew Tranquil's a really good addition. I think with 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 the the cornerbacks we've got who have had a really good season so far, and then obviously the the D line is 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 doing what needs to be done. And Chris Jones is obviously one of the one of the better defenders in the league. The weak part, the weak spot to me is the safeties, but just because I don't think they have as high a ceiling as the rest of the units on the team. Um, I think their floor is okay. I think I think they I think they're they're steady, they're stable. Like we're bringing in. Um, but is is that not oh, what you want? You want, um, you want Mike Edwards is who you're thinking of. Mike Edwards. You want yeah, consistent, steady play. Mm-hmm. Like, and Cook is probably the only one on the defense where I'd go. I'd have a bit of a question mark. Yeah. Um, which would lean into exactly what you're saying with Cook being kind of the deep mm-hmm. safety. I, I think I think if I think if you're looking at a place on the field where to put the ball. If you're a team that can do it, deep down the middle mm, is yeah. where you want to be putting the ball. If, if if you're looking at the safeties and you're looking at the way, or because one-on-ones on the outside, I think the corners are playing well enough. I, I think both McDuffie and um, Sneed are playing well enough to, to, to cover um, the sides. So I think down the middle where there's less of, of the corner help and it's deep enough past the linebackers is where you'll find the weaknesses. So a team like Miami, I can really see exposing that for the Chiefs because they do have such a great vertical game to their passing offense. I mean, with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, it's, it's, it is like the, the 2018 Chiefs and 2019 Chiefs where they can just throw the ball deep down the field and, and they'll make a play. So I can see Miami exposing that because they do have that really deep game. Um, but we'll see. It's, it's, we've still got to wait. But yeah, that's where I see the, the, the weakness. Tomo, would you concur with that? Yeah, I mean... Uh... I hadn't really thought about it to be honest. And your initial, my initial reaction was, oh, probably, probably wouldn't want him to run down the middle or whatever. And then you, you think about it, you're like, actually, they're running into Drew Tranquil, Willie Gay, and, and Nick Bolton. So that's actually kind of. And Leo Chanel, right. don't forget Chanel. Yeah, Leo, so that's, that's kind of fine. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't really think that's a major weakness though. Like, I'm not stressed out by it. Like, kind of good team exposed something like that probably. But if you're going to be throwing deep down the middle that ball's in the air for a long time, got to go over a lot of heads and there's a lot of people that can get to it and there's pass rush. So that's, it's not, it's not a bad place to be. Oh no, they've got to throw deep because that's not, it's not going to work consistently. A lot of things can go wrong. So I'm kind of okay with that. Um, I do think one thing I watched, um, I mean the Chargers, I watched the Chargers against the Cowboys and their opening drive. I, Always worry about the Chiefs when a team gets under centre and has that heavy run game with a heavy play action off it. We seem to get caught by that a lot. So that's kind of my concern. But then the Chargers did it for a drive and then just fucked it off for the rest of the game. So cool, I guess, because it, <laughs> nothing else was nothing else was working for them. And it just it seemed effective when they were doing it. So I don't know why they went away from it. But I mean, hopefully we don't have to see that. But I mean, the Chargers, I'm sure we're going to get onto it, but you just don't know what you're going to get with them. We'll probably get one of their God-tier games, but <laughs> they 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 have plenty where they just fall apart as well, don't they? Yeah, they do. So both of you kind of came, came to my line of thinking there, which was there's not really any glaring weakness. Like if you, there's nothing you would think as a, an opposition – right, here's an easy button that we're going to press and we're going to exploit. It's just kind of pretty solid across the board. And then there's Chris Jones as your superstar who can just, like, make offensive linemen look stupid and, you know, get pressure in an instant. Um, but there's there's no real weakness across the defense where you go, 
you know, shit, someone's going to, like, force us into nickel and then pick on our third corner. Like, third corner, fourth corner, yeah, get them out there. That's no problem. They've played plenty already mm-hmm. and they've played well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Charles McDuffie and, looks amazing as well. McDuffie, McDuffie is fantastic. Sneed looks fantastic. Um, I do like Reed as well as um, at safety. He's playing really well. Edwards mm-hmm. was a fantastic pickup at safety. Yeah. Like yeah. he's been absolutely mm-hmm. outstanding as well. Um, like you could just reel off all three levels of the defense and go. Everybody's yeah. looking really, really solid right now. And remember when the defense looked awful in preseason? Everyone was stressed out by it, and mm-hmm. it was, yeah. just, just shows, doesn't it? it? Doesn't mean anything. So yeah, and, and many really Charles and Manny Hugh comes back this week from his suspension. Maybe Frank like, Clark as well. He was and, well. It, <laughs> it seems almost certain Frank Clark's going to be back. Yeah. Wow. Um, that looks like. Like, I, I was kind of thinking I'd love a veteran pass rusher. I didn't think it was going to be Frank Clark, but now I think it very much likely is. But you you don't need him to play that much. Like yeah. Mike Dana's playing really well. Kalaftis is playing really well. I was going to say, if, if Clark does come back, do you see him starting on this defense? I can see him playing like first down, second down, maybe. Yeah, I could see that. Because he, he was really point. solid. He's really solid setting the edge against the run. Yeah. So like, it just adds another element of that. The, the problem with Frank Clark, right, that the Broncos had is that they're not going to have an off se- uh, post-season because Frank Clark does this every year where he does nothing yeah. in the regular season. But then he turns up for the playoffs. But the problem the Broncos have got is they're not going to get to the playoffs <laughs> to isn't really like, reap the rewards of a Frank Isn't Clark. he something stupid like third all-time highest sex in postseason or something <laughs> daft like that? It That's was, mate, yeah. Um, so this is the thing. This is the, he's going to do exactly what he always does with the Chiefs when he comes back. He'll he'll be semi frustrating. But the, Frank Clark, I got to the point by the end of the Frank Clark contract, it's kind of like I hope they bring him back just mm. cheaper, and yeah. that's exactly what they're exactly up doing. What they're doing. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's not a problem with me at all because my concern was never his level of play necessarily. It was the cost. It was it was the cost you weren't it cost plus value, isn't it? It wasn't there, but yeah. now it is, so it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, veteran minimum, thank you very much, Frank. You can yeah. come in anytime. He's an upgrade on Malik Herring. You know, if he takes if Frank Clark plays fifteen to twenty snaps a game, that's probably kind of peak efficiency for him where he's got the best opportunity to stay fresh, it will help keep the others fresh. Yeah. Like he he appears to be a really well loved teammate. He's really helped like the other guys out last season. If he can take Felix under his wing and get him more than nine snaps a game, that would be nice as well. Um, yeah, the, defensively, God, it, it, we just look good. Like yeah, really we look better good. Than good. We look great. Yeah, I mean we do. We're yeah, looking we really do. Good. Yeah, we had the Broncos to eight points. We had them to to one score, and that was garbage time as well. Like they're looking really strong. Like I, I I think it's understated how how good this Chiefs. I I mean, I know we talked about a lot this podcast, but but like across the league, it's really understated how good this Chiefs defense has played this season. And I think it's because they get overlooked by Mahomes and Kelsey and Taylor Swift and all these other things going on (laughs) with the Chiefs this year. (laughs) Yeah. It's true. It's, it's, I mean, all the headlines yeah. on the yeah, team yeah, 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 yeah. Look, Travis Kelsey's girlfriend's back in the stands. Like, yeah. Okay. And I hope they keep doing that because then teams aren't going to notice that the defense are playing like a top five unit in the NFL. So please mm. keep the focus on the cameras on Taylor Swift because then people are going to talk about the defense less. And it'll be she's free and over, man. Yeah. She is. She can go to any game she likes. In fact, yeah, she yeah. she might be four and over because was she at the Super Bowl because she's an, she was an Eagles fan supposedly. So she might actually be four and zero watching the Chiefs. <laughs> wouldn't rule out the possibility. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That out. wouldn't. So she might actually be four and zero. But either way, we'll uh, we'll take yeah. the swift vibes for as long as they, as long as they continue. <laughs> I, I'm I'm all for that. I'm well on that train. Um. So talking of faces coming back to the Chiefs, let's <laughs> talk about McCall Hardman. Um. One million, one million dollars he's costing for the rest of this year. So, Tomo, you are very much on record as 
not really being a McCall Hardman fan. Yeah. And I am on the record as being... I'm not sure if fun is quite the right word. I, I The phrase I would always use is, he has a skill set you can He's make effective. use of. Yeah. Yes, he is effective. Yes, that is a very good word. So, Tomo, how do you feel? If I... If it costs the Chiefs $1 million for the rest of this season to not see Sky Moore run a jet sweep, <laughs> it's probably worth it. He's good. It, Hardman, I said this multiple times last year, when you just accepted what he was, he was he was good at that skill set. So I, I went and watched um, some of his highlights from his kind of, basically his whole rookie contract. The first two years, he looks like an actual wide receiver. And then something happens. And I can't put my finger on what it is, but then he just turns into a gadget guy. They There's one game in particular against the Jags where we lit them up. And he t- I think he takes a slant to the house. And then he he caught another yeah, rear, He catches another deep pass. And you're looking at it going... What happened? Because at one point he was a legitimate deep threat. And I hope that's how the Chiefs kind of intend to use him. Because like we were talking about last week, MVS has been a non-factor this year. And then and then Watson's hasn't got been over. Too much of a, he's, he's been he, too much of a factor. Yeah, he's done. He's Yes, well, yeah, but he's doing, he's not getting open, but he's catching the ball, which is all you need to do. And that, that's all that matters, right? <laughs> But I don't. You can't rely on that constantly. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I kind of hope they use McCall's speed as as a deep threat. I know he's he's naturally going to come with the motions and stuff. That's great. But I hope they do try and use him because the cheese the cheese offense just doesn't look as quick. And obviously you've lost Tyreek Hill and you lose McCall Harm or whatever. But you've gone from like the Legion of Zoom. To, to nothing really it, it it really was like the fastest of the fast to like juju smith schuster level slow <laughs> and juju juju was effective as well right so it's not really slander against him but it'd be nice to get some speed back right because it, it it just looked a bit slow to me compared oh. to what we're used to thoughts I mean, I said we need to make a move at receiver. Um, Was this the move you would have made? uh, It's not the move. It's not the move I would have made, but I'm not. I'm not disappointed by it at all. I think. I think it's good bringing someone in who has experience in the system, and it's like, okay, you can slot them straight in, and it's like you know, business as usual. It's like they've just taken the first five weeks off, Mm. Um, but but then they've still been playing football, so they've had that like Mm. you know on the field time. and I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's it's just it's it's nothing that's gonna like blow the roof off this this offense and and take it to another level. But then the options for that weren't really available at like at the moment. So I feel like it's an upgrade because we have someone who we know fits into has a place in this system and it works in the system and has had success in this system. So 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 why not? It's better than taking a punt on some random guy and 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 mm. it, or not random guy, but. A a Richie James league, of the world, for example. Yeah, who who hasn't played in, in, in this system before. It might work, it might not work out like Kadarius Tony or something like that. Yeah. It's well, good like having a guy that's Brown, been like there. if you only got someone yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. it's just boom or bust, It's good having it? someone that's been here and, and, and we know that although it might not be, you know, a, a down the field like threat like we want, it's someone like like Tom said that that, that has found success in this system and and has and has done well. So yeah, I, I like it. Well, why not? For me though, I, I see like, him as Oh, oh, just yeah, just on. really quickly, I know people people will be saying, like, I hope he's on the field Sunday, and so do I. I don't see why he shouldn't be, because you can put him out there. You can put him out there every snap and just say, do you know what? Just just go deep. If he gets open or he runs past someone, throw him the ball. But if not, they're gonna have to re- they're gonna have to respect that speed, whereas I don't think they do with MVS and Watson. Because you never. I just never feel like they're gonna get over the top or get open. But with McCall, if you do just send him deep, he's gonna open up so much space because he's gonna push everybody back. I just hope this week that they go. Okay, he might not know the office. He might not know the terminology, but it's, 
It's not hard to just go. He does, though, doesn't he? Well, that's the idea. I mean, Nagy said today that some stuff's changed and blah, 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 whatever, whatever. If he's running a jet motion, there ain't that much to it. If he's running deep, there ain't that much to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I hope they do I, use him on Sunday. I, I really, really do. Hope, I really hope Harvin comes out and scores like three touchdowns this Me week. Me too. And then, and then we I'm bring Tomo back on the podcast next year. week. And we yeah. just see Tom, Tom <laughs> rave about him for an hour see, straight. The narrative has gone. Forever. The narrative has gone too far with me and Michael Hardman <laughs> the, the wrong way. I do think he can be effective. I just didn't think they used him in effective ways. Like, and I'd given up on him running an actual route. But if you're going to say to me he's going to run some jet sweeps and you're going to send him deep five six times a game, all for it. Like. I hope they do. And I hope he busts a massive one down the field because it would be nice to see Pat throw past like 20 yards. <laughs> I'm not sure they'll use him as a deep threat, though. Like Because I think the difference between him and MVS and Watson is MVS and Watson, they, they are quick, but it takes them a while to get quick. <laughs> Whereas um, McCall Hardman... So quick. They're so quick, are they, Neil? They are. That's it. That is exactly what they are. They are slow they're like quick. A train. Yes. They're like a train. Yeah. Yeah, it takes, going, it takes time to build up. In, yeah, it takes off. time to build yeah. up the momentum. But with Hardman, he's fast from the go. Yeah, I agree. And I, I, I think they're more likely to use him side to side than they are vertically because mm. you're then making the defense. They're still going to have to respect MVS going deep, even if he's slow, quick going deep. Mm. But if Hardman's going side to side, you have to respect that because he is fast enough to run away from you. And then he, he I was watching some clips of him today um, doing jet sweeps. He he gets across the formation fast, but then he turns north south and he gets yeah. forward quickly as well. So I, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of where he is going to be most utilized early on. And the, the 49ers game last year, when he scored the three touchdowns, there were three touchdowns on jet sweeps. Like yeah. that, that's kind of where he really opened the offense up. So and without him though, and you even saw it like when he got injured in, in the playoffs and stuff, you lose that, that kind of horizontal stretch to your offense because I this guy Moore it, can't do it. He's not yeah, because enough. you just Scott Sky Moore, you just follow it across, right? And he I don't know if it's a he just doesn't make good decisions or whatever. And it Scott actually played all right against the Broncos. And this isn't just a slagging match of him either, because I don't want I just don't want to slag everybody off. Because, oh, <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like this I I, I can see a, a, a route to success for him and I, I, I do hope they use it. The other thing is he's he's hella quick. You'd like to think that'd beat man coverage, which yeah. would be nice to have Mahomes have somebody else he can go to. If, you, if you, you run runs, the, you run the crosses with him and you run the mesh kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, the crosses and, and just stuff. Yeah, let everyone else get caught up in the traffic and he's open. Yeah, you know, get, I'm, get with, the I'm with I'm with Owen. I I could see him coming out and having like I don't know two receptions for like seventy five yards or something. <laughs> I could see. I'd be impressed, I'd be but, impressed but, if he did it, but I'll, I'll be honest. The way I can see him being used, at least early on, whilst he like you know gets re reacclimatized with the system and stuff, is I think he'll be used in motion and 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 using his speed, but to get other guys open. I think like when you have to respect that yeah, speed and defense, and you have to too. like you have to consider his speed and and what he can do when he doesn't have the ball in his hands. I think if you bring him in motion across across the formation, you you can just loosen things up a bit more for the other guys as well. Because I feel like it was very predictable. The Chiefs offense, very, with the receivers we have or had, very predictable. But going forwards, I think if you can use him more as more of not a decoy, because I feel like that that kind of disrespects his skill set. Because he does have a skill set still, but at least early on, if you use him. Yeah, yeah, give him the ball, absolutely. But at the same time, you can use him to, to help these other guys get more open and to, you know, to not be focused on as much because they have to think about Hardman and Travis Kelsey, so I feel like it it will do the the other receivers on the team good as 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 much as it would do him some good to to get thrown by anyone but Zach Wilson. I, I completely agree. Yeah, completely agree with all of that. Um, so just out of interest, then, if you were guessing a stat line from Nicole Hardman this week, Thomas says two catches, seventy five yards. 
not, not necessarily catches. It could it could be like a two maybe, touches, maybe, seventy-five maybe, yards. Maybe get like yeah, maybe get to like the 50, 60 range where he's had like two twenty yard, two twenty thirty yard catches or like. He's like you say, popped. Us. You think you think he's going to go thirty yards per touch? No, really. I kind of <laughs> <laughs> scale it back. It's um, optimistic. I mean, you're probably looking. You're probably looking like two for thirty, right? Where he's got like he's fifteen on a jet sweep and then a crosser for fifteen <laughs> yards. But it wouldn't surprise. I, it wouldn't surprise me if he if he does get to like you look at that and you go, yeah, really, really. Probably like the best Chiefs receiving threat, almost in terms of what they had in yards. So if I set the over under at forty two and a half for McCall Hardman, um, are you going over or under? I'd probably go. I mean, just because of everything and it's his first game back, I'd definitely go under if I was putting money on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you'd have to go under, right? Probably. He hasn't played all season, and it's his first game back where they said he might He's not fresh. play. He's got fresh legs. I bet he. What is his over under? I bet you it's like something silly, like nineteen and a half. Hopefully, and then I'll just if you if you keep talking, I'll yeah. try and find it. But what, I was looking a little earlier on, and they only had Kelsey and Pacheco. They didn't have McCall Hardman because I yeah. specifically was looking for McCall Hardman's yeah, uh, over under, but I, I will try and find it as you two talk away. There, yeah, I, may I, have been... I don't see him getting used. I, I don't see him getting used as much as as no, I I, I'd hope he get Should used. I? I think I think he'll take some time to ease in. Um, I think I think he'll see the field. I think he'll take snaps, but I, I don't see him um, mm. getting the ball too much. I think he it wouldn't just be warming up to it. It wouldn't surprise me if they use him on the first drive. You know, one of them where you see him twice on the first drive and then don't see him till like the third quarter. Or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you mean like Darius <laughs> Tony this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, we'll give you a little design play here just to, just to see if it pops. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, there is no over-under on Paddy Powers no. for him yet. I can have a look on Bet365. But I, 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 let's see when we get closer to the game. I mean, they're probably not even sure whether he's going to play at this point because I don't think we are either. But I think it's, I, at the end of the day... It's a relatively non-factor in terms of what we've given up for him. So you bring a guy back that's got a skill set that we know we can use. Why not? I, I'm I'm not against it at all. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so we we are five and a half point favourites as I just looked at it there for the Chargers game. I think it'd be tight. I'm not sure how I feel about that, to be honest. Like, I, they've not been great this season, but neither have we. Like, I mean, can mm. you see them putting points upon our defence? Uh, Justin Herbert is, 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 is a threat at quarterback, regardless. He, he, I feel like he, we have a very strong defence. I don't <laughs> think they'll score enough to beat us, but I don't... I don't I wouldn't put money on on Herbert being quiet. I think he's he's a fantastic quarterback. So. But I mean, the, receiving wise, they've got Keenan Allen. Um, not a lot else. Yeah, basically not a lot else. Mm-hmm. Kind of that, where, yeah, Johnson's yeah. done nothing, has he? I I was looking at his stats early. He has like six catches. Uh, as I quickly go into their stats, he has six catches for about forty yards, or something ridiculous like that. Uh, six receptions, forty-four yards. Average oh. of seven yards a game. Uh, targeted 13 times. So he's catching less than half his passes at seven yards a clip. Yeah. Up the Rashi Rice, eh? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And Mike Williams has done the customary charges key player going onto IR. He's done. <laughs> yeah. So they've got like they've got Keenan Allen, but then they've got Josh Palmer, Gerald Everett, the tight end. The Donald Parham Jr., the tight end, has three touchdowns. He's like 12 foot nine or yeah, something ridiculous. I'll, I'll tell you from enormous. experience. I'll tell you from experience, Gerald Everett is not doing anything in this game because I've got him on my fantasy team and he has <laughs> screwed me. So, Gerald, well, he, he's my backup. I've, I've got uh, Evan Ingram as well. But um, yeah, Gerald Everett is uh, he is going to be quiet. And, and then and then you watch. I'll put him on, his ben- on my bench and he'll score three touchdowns this weekend. But. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't see them doing much. I mean, receiver, like, they're, they're not strong. I won't lie, but but Herbert is is 
Mm. He's a talented guy. Like I'm not. Keenan Allen has twice as many yards as anyone else. So this is the thing, right? As well, and the Chiefs like to have uh, Snead follow around. Yeah. Um, the best receiver. So I'd back Snead. He's gonna. At the end of the day, he's gonna get beat a couple of times, and hopefully he wins a couple of times, right? But as long as he doesn't, as long as he doesn't get cooked all day, we'll be absolutely fine. Um. And I, like you say, I don't don't necessarily respect any of the not respect, but I don't really worry about the other guys. So it's it's kind of one of them with the Chargers where you, this is. I always feel bad going into Chargers week. I always feel like something bad's going to happen because I feel like they they have they have the players to beat us. They just never do. They just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's like they have is, the play, they have the roster to win the division. They just don't yeah. do it. Like they have but a really is, good roster. This is the first time I've kind of been like, I've kind of been like, nah, I actually do fancy us. And at some point, I, I know Herbert is talented, but he's talented kind of in in spells. Where like, at what point are you, he he's actually just not that good sometimes as well. Like, but it's a the thing with Herbert for me is it's a results business, and you ain't got results. Like, you know, you you can play well. Uh, and you can have the respect of your peers and be like talked about in that top five quarterbacks in the league bracket. But at some stage, you've got to win something like be it the division again, or a playoff game. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And he shit the bed. They blew that. Absolutely. You watch Monday. You watch that game Monday night and they're at home against the Cowboys in, in a big game. And I know the Cowboys have got like a decent defense, but they've been struggling since Diggs has been been ruled out for the season and i'm watching like the middle period of the game i'm just going nothing's happening like you haven't figured anything out and i'm I just i'm looking at it going i'd be so underwhelmed did they lose like what was the score 2017 yeah something like that so, yeah they lost such the last a second, disappointing way to lose at home like i was just watching it going it's just not good enough. It's not, this, it's is, not this, enough this is the charges. This is this is what they do. Yeah. This this is it is like it's like the um what's his name? Um the Italian player, I forgot his name, who made that really funny quote in in our football, uh, about Tottenham. Like this is the history of Tottenham Hotspur. Oh, who is it now? I can't I can't think of the player's name. Uh really famous Italian player. Anyway, doesn't matter. He's in a post-game interview and he's like, This is the history of Tottenham Hotspur. This is the history of the Los Angeles Chargers. This is what they do. This is this is their mm. this is their entire like identity. It's always being underwhelming. That's why this podcast today is called Chargers Gonna Charger, because they will find a way to underachieve. Mm. Oh, it's Chiellini. That's that's who it is. <laughs> it's a very funny interview. If you've not seen yeah. it, you should watch you should watch it. It's a very funny interview. Um, it's in the Champions that. League. It's hilarious. Uh, I'll send it. I'll send it to the group chat. It's, it's yeah, really send fun. it to the chat. Definitely. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm kind of getting the vibe here that we're all relatively confident of a win. Yeah. 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 I think the way the Chargers are playing and the way we've been playing, I, I think so. Um, we're at home as well, right? So yes, we home. are. Yes. Feels good. Yeah, confident. And again, go back to the mini bye week we've had, and they've got to travel on a short week. Yeah. Um. All of that should stack up in our favour. That, that, that feels sus, doesn't it, really? It like, we, should have been the one, we should have been the ones travelling there, really. But um, yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm pretty confident. I'm, I, it's, like I said a minute ago, it's, it's one of the most confident I've been. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of expecting to see a bit more from the offence. I think they'll they'll almost try a bit harder than they did against the Broncos, which sounds weird, but I feel like they'll, they'll know they'll have, they'll have game planned for the Chargers because they have got a pass rush, which could be a problem. So there'll be things to negate that. And I expect to see it more functional. Um, do you want to give us a score prediction? You know, (laughs) (laughs) until it happened. Until yeah. it, it was close last week. You it was know, like on. You, it was like you on. were messaging the WhatsApp, Third quarter, messaging like, the WhatsApp group when we were mate. 16 nothing up yeah. against Denver. Going yeah. two more touchdowns and two more touchdowns. <laughs> two touchdowns, we shut them out and it would have happened. And there was like a there was like a road to success there for a hot second. <laughs> there was. Um, there was. Yeah. Saw it flash before my eyes. 
uh, Owen, are you going to give us something that isn't dirty enough? Yeah, um, I'm going to go with something a bit a bit less exciting. Um, I think it's going to be 24 to 13. Okay. So you're comfortably, uh, that's like, yeah, comfortably yeah, ahead of the it's, spread. It's an, 11 point, it's an 11 point win. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I don't feel like you can rule out Justin Herbert, but... Um, I think the Chiefs are rolling. I think they're really good. And I, and I think we've had a few close games. I think it's time that, that we stamped our authority in a, in a game. It's been the first time since the Bears that I feel like we, we're going to be comfortable. Um, but, you know, it is, like I said, it is Justin Herbert. So he could he could have a storm of a game and, and it'll be a lot more interesting. And then, but, uh, then throw a pick six for 99 yards with like three minutes oh, to go yeah. that kills oh, them. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I'm surprised you're... 11 points confident. That's interesting. Um, okay. Okay. Um, but am I, I was thinking much closer than that. I was thinking somewhere on the lines of like 20 to 17. Um, like division games, it's it's really difficult to, mm-hmm. to win big. And particularly against the Chargers, like, you know, the, they should have enough to make the game close. But if we can like bracket Keenan Allen and take him away. I I don't think they've got enough to score more than we do, particularly with the way our defense has been playing. I totally um, agree. I think, I think if they, if they can stop Keenan Allen, I don't know how the Chargers are going to move the ball because the Chiefs defense has been so freaking good. Like just going back to that screenshot of the, the Broncos where they were just boxed. I could just see that again. I'm I'm really yeah. excited for this one. I really am. But I mean, let's let's not forget that that Austin Eckler also is back from injury. Um, last week, obviously with the Cowboys, was his first game back. But I, I feel like he's had a week to shake up the dust. So although I don't think they'll do too much in the in the long in the long term, I think they are still a threat with with Eckler back in the backfield. Um, like I said, he's, he's had a week to kind of like get over the the injury hump, and and he had an average game against the Cowboys, but. Yeah, he, he is a great running back, so we'll see. It'll be interesting. But, he, uh, uh, yeah. Well, he he's a great receiving back. I'm not sure, like, from a running, running back point of view, the Chargers' run game has been putrid for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I, mean, I mean, I mean, like, play it in he, general, he scores lots of touchdowns, position, though. I mean, yeah. Eckler scores a shit ton of touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure how good running back he is. I'm... If they wanted to hand the ball off to Eckler 25 times, I wouldn't be concerned mm-hmm. in the slightest. Yeah, I, I meant more so as a player. Like he, he is yeah, 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 I yeah, understood, understood. He, he, yeah. he does a business in the offense. He's a weapon. He's a weapon yeah. they can use. He, he's, he's been missed in, in the Chargers offense, I'll put it that way. He, he's been, he's been yeah. missed whilst he's been gone. He scored 24 points in fantasy in, in, in week one and then just disappeared because obviously the injury. Uh, and the Cowboys game was his first game back, so... I don't know. Yeah, he's something to consider. I think he's he's another thing that we have to take into account that we, that we wouldn't have had to if it was three weeks ago, two weeks ago. So we'll see. Yeah, but I I don't see him doing too much. But something. To I tell you, I t- tell you one thing. I think this could be the end of Staley if he loses this because it puts a nail in the coffin for the Chargers' season. Almost. What what would they be? Two and two and four. Two, two and four. And four. You, struggling to make the playoffs in a strong AFC from there. You've lost the Chiefs again in that in that in that situation. I just uh, I don't know how much longer you can last. If it's not if it's not this game, I don't think I don't think the Chargers will have the same head coach when we play them a second time. Really? Wow. I, I, I just I them... just I think he's on a short leash at this point. I mean, what this was supposed to be? I mean, it was bad last year. I mean, he made the playoffs and they fell apart in the playoffs, and then. They've paid Herbert all this money, and they're just... Uh, I don't know if they think they're wasting him, but they should. Well, I mean, they went all in, didn't they? Signing, like, Galacticos, yeah. um, kind of, um, just to kind of, you know, keep him... Oh, sorry, to take advantage of um, Herbert's rookie deal, and they've spaffed up the wall. Like, they've done nothing with it. Yeah. Um, it's only going to get I, harder. I th- I, I think Staley stays until they're mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. 
Yeah, which could be by yeah. the time playing the second time yeah, round. Yeah. Do- yeah, probably yeah. Just by the time we play the second <laughs> time round. In fact, I think we put, don't we play them last game of the season, isn't that? Um, so a schedule. I can't remember. Uh, I think we right. do actually. I think we play them late. Yeah, we do. We we yeah, play we them last game of the season. So yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Um, tickets as low as seventy dollars, folks. Just in case anyone's interested in that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, in that case, I agree with you, Tom, because I think they'll be mathematically out of the playoff picture by then. Because mm. um, I think what will end up happening with the Chargers, I think they'll give Kellen Moore a chance at it. Yes, I, I think they'll completely. give him a shot at yeah. it. So I, I, think, I don't think they'll be shy and just fucking him off soon. Like for a defensive guru, the defense has been pretty mm. suspect. And then yeah. his, some of his in-game decision-making has been... Um, uh, questionable at best. Yeah, he gave up. He gave analytics a bad name, is what he did. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. This is exactly what you said, Neil. With it's not necessarily the decision half the time because that's what was so good about Brandon Staley originally. Oh, he yeah. played the Chiefs really tight because he'd go for every fourth down and he made a few of them. But he's just so unfortunate. And then you start to question: Well, is it unfortunate? Is it being unfortunate that you're not? converting the fourth down because someone still has to call a play for them so you're right there is an element of blame there as well but he just he just doesn't seem to fall on the right side of them even if they do seem to be the right decisions a lot of the time i mean the well, vikings he went from game, being hype the vikings game a few weeks ago oh that was fucking suicide was that he he came out with a win and he did everything he could have done to lose it so yeah. you know this no uh, uh, from from the kind of the analytics point of view, going for it on fourth and whatever, fourth and one on your own 25 or whatever it was, like if you get a first down there, that's game's iced, like you're mm. you're done. Um, your win probability would spike massively. So mm. I, I can understand why you might go for it, but I don't think there are many coaches who would have the nerve to actually do it. But then you've got to pick the right play, and that yeah. didn't happen. Well, they were talking about it on that broadcast on Monday night, where they were saying the thing with analytics is they'll basically give you a green light and on anything less than fourth and three, almost anywhere on the field, past like mm-hmm. your own thirty-five yard line. So they said it like three times on the broadcast. Like analytics will give you the green light on fourth and three to go for it because there's so little possessions in the NFL that if you get to keep the ball, then your you've obviously, yeah, your chance of winning is going up. But what you're not accounting for is obviously if you <laughs> if you don't get that, it, it's all rosy until you don't get it, isn't it? That's the that's the problem, exactly like you say. You've got to still call the play and you've got to execute. Execution's crucial. Absolutely. Um, right. Should we wind up there? Fifty-six minutes and forty-seven seconds. Solid. Absolutely. Solid. So- there is. There is one more thing I wanted to, to touch on before we left. Um, go, and it is go. going back to the, the, the form of the Chiefs so far. Uh, just to settle some nerves for any Chiefs fans out there that are worried about the close games that we've had. Um, because there was a run last season, a three-game stretch, where there was a seven-point win, a three-point win, and then followed by another three-point win, which are all close games, are all one scores. Um, but the end of that third game ended with a Super Bowl win because they are the three playoff games that we had. So if you're worried yeah, about, you know, the close games the Chiefs have had, it really doesn't matter because as long as we're winning, that, that, that's that is what matters at the end of the day. Um, yeah, and the Chiefs are going to be there. So, you know, as, as long as we're winning, it doesn't matter how close or how far it's by. Um, mm. I'm happy. So, yeah, keep the wins coming and, and we'll be just fine. Words of wisdom there from yes. Owen, from one so young and yet so wise. <laughs> <laughs> Just it, could be worse. it could be worse. So you could like... support another team, you know, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like there has been some nerves floating about Chiefs Kingdom recently with the with the sort of way we're winning, but it happens every season. You know, we'll be there and and we'll put in a good fight in the playoffs. So just enjoy the ride because we've got a great fun team. I I don't need to add anything else. To that Tomo, thanks for your time as always, man. Thanking you. Owen, thanks for your words of wisdom there. That was immense. I loved that. As always. <laughs> As always. Uh, we're on Sky on Sunday evening, 9.25. 
so if you're on the zone or whatever the streaming services game pass used to be oh. sorry folks um you blacked out again um we will be back sometime next week probably next thursday because that kind of suits reasonably well um because we've got the oh we've got denver again haven't we yeah that's it um but i think we'll say enjoy the game um we're three reasonably confident chiefs winners here um yeah we we'll yeah well i will be fine we'll be fine owen's right <laughs> just, just enjoy the ride we'll say from one kingdom to another goodbye for now <laughs>